I like teaching math concepts like area, perimeter, even scale drawing using Microsoft Word. First thing we need to do is change some of the settings. So we're going to go to the Tools menu and we're going to choose Options. What we want to see in the General tab is we want to turn off this drawing canvas. This is a pain in the neck. We're going to be drawing some things on the screen and we don't want this canvas to show up. So well, make sure you've got the units you want. Uh, I'm in Canada, so we're going to go with centimeters here. Sorry to my friends from the U.S. So make sure you choose the right measurement units that you like. Click OK. We're also going to need the drawing toolbar at the bottom. So view toolbars and drawing. There we go. By the way, you can also right-click anywhere in the open up here and choose any toolbar you'd like to add. What we want to do now is get a grid, a drawing grid on, if we're going to be working with area or perimeter or even scale drawing. At the bottom left, click Draw. Double-click here to see all the choices. And we want to go Draw Grid. Now, here are the settings that we want. So in the drawing grid settings, the first thing we want is to make sure that the snap objects to grid is set. We also want our grid to be set. If you're doing centimeters, I recommend one centimeter. And if you're doing inches, I recommend uh, 0 0.5 inches. But it really is up to you. So now what we also want to do is uh, display the grid lines on the screen. Okay, We want to make sure those grid lines are on the screen, vertical every one, horizontal every one, and then click OK. I start with rectangles when teaching area and perimeter. Easier to calculate, easier to understand these concepts. On our drawing grid at the bottom, you'll notice the rectangle tool. So we're going to give that a click. And to make a rectangle, you simply click and drag. We've chosen in our grid settings that the object will snap to the grid so you notice it's not going you know halfway between or things like that. It's easier to make specific size rectangles. One of the problems we see here is that we can't see the grid underneath and to further illustrate that let me just fill this with yellow and how I did that was a little paint bucket here, a little fill tool. We would like to see the grid underneath especially if calculating area. So right-clicking and choosing Format, Auto Shape, or Command-click for the Mac friends. When you get to Format, Auto Shape, you go to Colors and Lines. We can increase the transparency of this such that you can now see the grid lines underneath. Much easier to calculate area. In addition to this, if we had a rectangle that we wanted to create, for example, you know, 15 units by 30 units, to count those outers is kind of challenging. So again, in the format auto shape, we can go to size. And we can simply type in the dimensions that we would like to see. So for example, if I wanted a 12 by 14 rectangle, click OK, and it's automatically created for you. Now, 
That's the easy part, being able to actually create the rectangles on the screen with some transparency. Now comes the fun part. What educationally are you going to do? Well, here are some possibilities for how you can use this with your students across varying grade levels. So now that we know how to create shapes on the screen, uh, this episode wouldn't be complete without a few lesson ideas. So, with area, what I've done with kids from time to time is uh, tell them things like, okay, let's create as many different rectangles as we can with an area of 12 or an area of 24 or an area of 30 units, square units. And, um, and then they get the, shape, the sense of uh, the different shapes they can make. Um, I sometimes we'll even take it a step further and say, okay, now that we have all these shapes that have an area of, let's say, 12 square units, what do you notice about the perimeters of these shapes as the, uh, as the shapes change? And what they'll find out is the longer, narrower shapes have the longer perimeter, even though the areas are the same. And the more square-like shapes have the shorter perimeter. Now, um, what you can also do is put a problem-solving situation. For example, one I've done with this with area is saying things like, uh, you know, you're given a certain number of square patio tiles or cement tiles, and you need to create a floor plan for a patio that you'd like to create. And you need to use, in this particular example, you have up to 100 tiles to create your patio, and you can tell them the dimensions. And after they create their patio design, um, if you want to add perimeter into that, you could say something like, you know, you decide to put flowers all around the perimeter and calculate the perimeter of your patio so that you know how many flowers to buy. So that's another thing you can do to um, put the, you know, the, the area and perimeter ideas into a real problem-solving context. Now, with perimeter specifically, what I've done is saying, okay, you have, you want to create as many rectangles as you can with a perimeter of, for example, 12 units, in this case, centimeters. And then what do you notice about the areas as the shapes change? Um, Problem-solving situation is a good one, is you're building a fence or you're building a, in this case, a rectangular dog pen and you have a certain roll of pre-made fencing and you tell them the length of it and that's what the perimeter's got to be. And create a rectangle. And I did one that was really quite open-ended. Uh, you know, you have a, a roll of fence that is, you know, let's say 30 feet long or 30 meters long. Create, a, create the shape of your dog pen and then, and then explain why you chose that shape. And I had some kids who created a really long and narrow shape that didn't, had a smaller area, but it was long and narrow. And they said, well, this way the dog can run back and forth a lot. Even though there's not much area to run around, they do have a long place to run. And another kid said, well, I wanted to create a shape that was more square-like because it was more area in the middle, even though they don't have uh, you know, as much longer spaces to run through. So it really puts those math concepts in a real problem-solving situation. And it's a lot of fun for the kids, too. Uh, with scale drawing, uh, what I've done sometimes with the older kids, I did this project with a great group of grade 8 kids, is had them create a, a uh, floor plan for a bedroom. And anyhow, they had to create a bedroom with, at a scale of, let's say, 120 or 130 or something like that. 
And how we do that is take all the dimensions, the real dimensions of the room, and we divide them by a certain number. Uh, for example, if we're doing a 1 to 20 scale, we would divide all those real dimensions by 20. Or if it was a 1 to 50 scale, we would divide everything by 50. Or if we made a shape on here and we wanted to know how big it would be in real life, then we would multiply it by that scale number. So for example, if it was a 1 to 20 scale and you made a bed this large, uh, you could just multiply those dimensions by 20 to determine the real dimensions. What I usually do when I give the kids a task like this is I'll give them some specifics that they have to maintain. For example, tell them the room dimension. They've got to have a bed, which, which is you know so certain amount by a certain amount. You know another piece of furniture that's a certain amount, and then give them the choice to have two or three other things in the room. But then they have to draw those things to scale. And what that does not only does it give them a lot of motivation, because you know the and not to stereotype, but often the boys will put you know the big plasma TV and you know the girls will put a nice piece of furniture or something, a nice chair, and then the guys are putting you know an Xbox or something. Um, it's not always the case, but uh, a lot of times it is. Um, but what it'll also force them to do is think about the real dimensions of those objects and then draw and force them to kind of draw those dim uh, items to scale. When labeling your your um, items on the screen. What I use is the text box and it's on the drawing toolbar. Um, the problem is you create a normal text box and um, what you find is that the dimension, the, the text box itself is looks like another object on there. So what we can do with that text box is we can uh, right click on it and go to format text box and with the fill color make it no fill and with the line color make it no line so that all we're left with is just the text and that's what I've done here so you just see the text on here you do want to get the kids to tell what the real life dimensions are of each object that kind of shows that they are, they are right or they're not right yet so anyhow enjoy